Welcome everybody to another episode of The King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, breaking bread. I feel like complaining today, brother. What you feel like complaining? Man, there's a lot of shit on my minds that I feel like getting off. I feel like, ooh, this bourbon, brother, burning my my throats and my chest. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our newest Mm -hmm. member of The King's Table. Yes, sir. Clyde. We're going to call him Clyde Hayes. Listen, my name <laughs> is Clyde Hayes, goddamn. I feel like complaining. AKA, complaining, Clyde. Call me complaining, Clyde, goddamn. A.K.A. Ben's from Alabama if he was from Alabama. Yes, sir, but I don't sleep with my siblings now. That's, that, that's just that, that. Now, that right there, right there? That's West Virginia. That's West Virginia. Okay, good. I feel, I feel just a little bit. Listen, I feel like complaining. I feel <laughs> like being a man in 2023. Uh-huh. What year this is? 22. Being a man in 2022, Uh I feel, brother, like we under attack. Really? Yes, sir. I feel like we as men is under attack. We had a good brother, a good old, a good old kind hearted, open minded Mm -hmm. to the numbers. Uh Listen, ain't you, you, one thing mama told me, numbers sure no don't lie. Come on. When she had me out there in the streets running them numbers for her. Mm. Listen. Numbers showing up don't like. Listen, I feel like we under attack as being a man. Being a man, not just a black man. Listen, when when America has a cold, mm-hmm. black people had a flu, right? Mm. Ain't that the same? Not only a man, but a king. A king, Ishata. Listen, you which, gonna make me go to church on you tonight? Which, in that sense, welcome everybody to the King's Table podcast. Oh, this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Oh shit, we rolling. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the King's Table. Clyde, just go over there in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what up, everybody? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm still going to complain, goddammit. I, I know it got a little bit bizarre for a second. Yeah, I'm still going to complain. Clyde, Clyde, Country Clyde is over there in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's in the corner. He might come back out, depending yeah. on how this bird oh, goes. Oh, listen, Clyde is... Clyde is standing up. Sit down, brother. I ain't sitting down for that damn shit, goddamn. Clyde, listen, man. We, right. we recording right now, brother. You say just chill. No, goddamn. I got a lot on my chest, damn it. So let's get into it. So as we kick this off, um, you know, I'm Ken. That's Evans over there. And um, I don't forget Country Clyde. And, and Country Clyde. We're going to try to keep him in the corners. Yeah. So um, tonight, tonight, we're drinking on some Turning Point straight bourbon whiskey right out the gate. Bottle right down the road in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. A local bourbon tonight. Yeah, man, it's good mm-hmm. bourbon, man. It's pretty good. It got it. It's showing up like like uh, Country Clyde said. Mm-hmm. It got a little bite to it. A little bite to it. I, I'm trying to shake that accent off. That that's <laughs> some that's some uh, some campfire whiskey right listen, there. Listen to our listeners. I'm drinking some campfire bourbon whiskey. So if you hear a little countryness come out, please excuse me. I like that. Please, you know what? It's Brother Clyde's fault. That that this country accent coming out tonight, brother. Well, look, let let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are about to say we lost. Um, well, brother, country class said. Country class said. Country class said. <laughs> we, we lost somebody. We um, lost. We lost a good brother. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like whenever whenever masculinity masculinity is discussed, I'm saying it's um it it it, it feel like it's not received by hmm. I wouldn't even say by the masses, bro, because I, I think it's a small group of people that make enough noise mm-hmm. to, like, be disruptors. Dis- mm-hmm. disruptors. 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 Yeah. Yeah, disruptors. Yeah. yeah. So English ain't my first language, so pardon me today. 
So, so, and specifically, we're talking about Kevin Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a famous YouTuber. Um, he was a, you know, an image consultant, mm-hmm. relationship uh, guru, something like that. <laughs> um, he was very controversial, very oh, polarizing. Super, super. super. But I, but I think he had to be. So that was deliberate, right? Because yeah. if if he were just, because um, he's been out for years, I would say almost a decade, right? Um, a lot of his other views about image consulting mm-hmm. never got the types of views. Oh yeah, of course not. All combined, bro, never yeah. got the types of views that he's recently been been getting. Yeah. Within these past two years, there's um, nothing controversial about that. Nothing controversial. Plus, I'm saying like when when you are controversial, mm-hmm. especially telling the truth, right? <laughs> right. Or because I mean like like brother classy, the, the numbers on that. Like you look at like the statistics of of single black men mm-hmm. versus single black women, or just single men, single and available men compared to single available women. Yeah. Bro, there's a huge disparity there. Yeah. There's a huge disparity. Not not to mention we're already outnumbered. Was it nine to one? I'm not quite sure what that means. Yeah, I believe it's about nine to one. Don't fact well we could fact check. Don't 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 beat us up if we ain't right about that. But I believe it's something right there. Yeah. I believe it's something around there. You know the thing with uh, with Kevin Samuels, you know he was very um, very controversial in the sense that, you know his most popular videos, he would say, you know he would say some things that were very, uh, you know it, it could be taken. Well, he was just aggressive in what he said, right? So I think his most popular video ever was when he told the woman she was average at best, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a 30, 35 or 36-year-old single mom. And for whatever reason, women would come to him, right, for like relationship Lined advice. up, bro. Yeah. Lined up. Like, how do I find a man? How do I marry a 20 man? 20 people on, on his live. Yeah. Like, 20 people. 20,000 people on his yeah. live. Like, th- like you said, 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. And mostly women mm-hmm. trying to find out, like, how do they marry or how do they find a, a quote-unquote high-value man. And uh, it was interesting because he would say things to these people that it was like, wow, like, you really, and, and you, you're staying? You, yeah, like, you paid for somebody yeah. to talk to you? Like, he told this woman, you know, she was average at best because she was, like, I think he was, like, 35, 36, single parent. And he's like, I, I saw one video where he he said a woman was uh, built like a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, he's like, you he's so-and-so, 255. He would call them out their names and everything. And on one hand, you get like, okay, this is kind of like shock jockish. But then on the other hand, um, a lot of people would say that, you know, it may have been being kind of truthful with what he was saying. I, I think that the, the truth hurts. <clears throat> and as far as like, the, the under attack part comes in whereas men are usually the aggressors mm-hmm. in, in as far as approaching women mm-hmm. right traditionally yeah. like if, if you see a woman you find attractive um, you may find interesting mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to approach the woman traditionally right traditionally um, more often than not brothers get turned down yeah I'm saying if, if you're not that quote unquote high value man right i'm saying if i work a a, a regular nine to five maybe a janitor maybe mm-hmm. working at a restaurant not as a ceo um or not i mean i've been like i said just a regular regular guy yeah um they find they find fault with that 
Yeah, you know what I think though. I think so. Part of the whole high value man thing mm-hmm. is let, let's take it to this uh, kind of. I don't know if you want to call it manosphere or sure. hypergamy, whatever you want to call it. But in these circles, they tend to define the high value man as a man that earns at least six figures, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it tends not to go much further than that, right? So if you earn six figures, you're considered a high value man. And Kevin Samuels, he used to throw out this line where he would say that only 3% of the male population mm-hmm. earns six figures and is over six feet tall. He would kind of throw that in. Mm-hmm. And then he'd say 97% of the women want 3% yeah, just, of the men. Just do me out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he eliminated a lot of folks, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, although there's some some billionaires, who I, I believe the richest man in the world is not quite six feet. But you know, regardless, seventeen five seven baby. Regardless of the fact, his and many people in that circle that would look to him for advice mm-hmm. was say, you know, you gotta earn six figures to be a high value man. And it's kind of like once you get past the fact that I got a high paying job, what are the is a person high value or are they just a high earner? Well, I think I think influence um, is one of the things that make you high value. Um, what your, your circle, your circle, the people mm-hmm. that you're surrounded by, whether it's a club um, or some type of social um, social network, mm-hmm. um, value like what value bringing to the table as a person, right? Right. Um, I I don't know. I think that I think. A lot of people started throwing this whole high value word around, Damn. not really, mm, not really taking into consideration what high, like you said, the six figure earners. Right. Um, and like my perspective could be, I may not be a six figure earner, but I'm high value. Yeah. Because I got my shit together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, what what's <laughs> what's not high value about? about what I have to bring to the table. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think the reason why people like Kevin Samuels get so popular is because people are very superficial. So I, I, I do want to backtrack. Oh, for sure. Women. Before you get there, before you get there, I, I want to backtrack. I want you to hold that thought. So we're talking about Kevin Samuels because he just recently died. Yeah, yeah. Rest right? in peace, brother. 57 years old. You know, we don't know exactly how he passed away. It seems to be some kind of cardiac event. Man, listen. There was a nurse present in the room. This man is hated by the masses. Hated. <clears throat> he he died, and allegedly just died. Well, I mean, he he's not living. Hey, so he can't allege that he, he was smoked. <laughs> That's what they did. To so him. so he's dead, mm-hmm. and you know when he died, it it triggered a, like a wide array of reactions. Yeah, right? Yeah. You had some folks that were like celebrating him kind of mourning over him mm-hmm. and quite frankly there were a lot of people that were kind of celebrating his death yeah, yeah. um mean evil very like those people just need to eat dirt very. to celebrate over somebody's dirt based on their opinion yeah. on on people like yeah. they, they need to eat dirt <clears throat> they need to eat dirt and it, and it's crazy how you have celebrities that are out there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like speaking of this man and it's and it's like yo the, you do know this is just this man's opinion. Yeah. Like, it, it's not his makeup. Like he's still a father. He's still he's still a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and and whatever role that he played in other people's lives, I'm saying like he's he's still a a, a human. Yeah. Where's the compassion in that? Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and you know, I I thought of it 
So I mean, let's get real. About it, it. It, it ain't like he, it ain't like he was catching bodies out, like killing people, right? Touching little children, but raping you, women. You know, I would say. So I, I'll be honest mm-hmm. about it. Like my opinion of Kevin Samuels, um, I think that he was a shock job, in, For sure. in essence. And I and I honestly, I think, you know, I would I would watch some of his videos because I wanted to know, like, what you know, what's the hype, mm-hmm. right? And I tend to think that he was a person that had an axe to grind. Sure. And, you know, I, honestly, I just think he was kind of angry in the sense that he's, he's been through some very, you know, he's, he's been, he was divorced a couple times yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, I'm sure. And he, he just seemed to like, I, I look at him as a person who he chose the people that he put on on the live screen that he could easily kind of manipulate into a conversation that made them look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, his whole high value mad thing, I thought that's complete BS, right? Because of the simple fact, like you said, value is not necessarily what you earn, it's what you bring to the table, sure. right? So there, there's a lot of people that make six figures that may or may not be quote unquote high value but the thing is if you bring value and you create value yes you will earn more money mm-hmm. I mean we both as entrepreneurs have seen that that doesn't necessarily make us the most desirable men I think that's what he was really Shit, talking about yourself brother not me what? Yeah, we, <laughs> hey, hey we out here yeah, all but, the single listeners but yeah I, I didn't I didn't care for him too much because mm-hmm. I, I thought that he was a, a kind of person that manipulated these people because he would say he was some type of linguistic jujitsu guy or whatever but I do think that some of his videos it it gave some hard truths because I remember watching a couple videos where there would be you know ladies on there who you know a little older and they would talk about the men that they were wanting to go after. Like, you know, these women may be, like, pushing 40, never been married, and maybe they do have kids and stuff like that. And they would talk about some of the men that they wanted. And of the men that I know that kind of fit that criteria, many of them, quite frankly, and this is not an opinion of mine, but I'm just being honest, like, they tend not to want women that are kind of, you know, getting up there a little bit, you know, yeah, yeah. to kind of pass the birth and age. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have to think of it like this. Look at Jeff Bezos' wife, right? And I, I'm not, but you, so I'll, so I'll put it like this, right? I once had, this is actually a professor of mine. And we were, we were this was after hours, we have been having some drinks. And he said, he said, what's the one thing that as a man you can have that other men will automatically be jealous of? And he was like, car, if they got as good a job or business as you, they can have the same or better car than you. House, they can get a house. But you bring a pretty woman around. And that changes things. And so when you look at some of the women that these guys hang with, like you take Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. they they talk crap about him because he don't date a woman over 25 and he's yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. 50. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
if, if, if a person in that realm is kind of superficial, that's what they're going to look for. And some of these women that were on his, his show, they didn't necessarily fit that description. Bro, they had a lot of fools on there. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> they had a lot of fools on there that wanted somebody making six figures, but them themselves never seen six figures, nor has anyone in their family have seen six figures. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they want somebody that, not to say that's out of their league, but like, yo, what are you doing yourself to like, to earn this person in your life? Right. What value are you bringing to the table? Like, yeah, you may not make six figures, but what do you, what do you have to offer? Yeah. And on top of that, having children, yeah. multiple children. So now that's another I'm saying like barrier that comes into play. Cause it's like, yo, for somebody that's making, and I hate to say six figures cause six figures is nothing. That's not that much money. Depending nowadays. on where you live. Right. And, Bam, nowadays. Bro. So six figures is really nothing. Yeah. Six figures so, is more like seventy five, eighty thousand, right? So so somebody so somebody that's like making good money, that likes to travel, yeah. that likes to, to be out, be sociable, mm-hmm. they may not have any children. So they wanna be out they wanna be out here going to nice red carpet events, yeah. um, galas. To to be with somebody that always needs a babysitter, like yo, that's and not, and not only that, I think part of it too is is one thing that he was pointing at was he would talk about the the relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. In his opinion, mm-hmm. his thing was well, a high value man deserves to cheat. That was one of his most controversial takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he calls it uh, exploring their options, right? And the thing is, that was the thing that made me kind of reassess what I thought of him because. When I think, when we, there's this big conversation about masculinity, manhood, authentic manhood. And when you start to like really take in what an authentic man is, what a high value man is, what a man of honor is, you start to see some common themes like integrity, commitment, you know, perseverance, strength, honesty, stuff like that. And I find it hard for, a man to like make some type of vow to somebody mm-hmm. and then also not hold to that commitment. Well, bro, here's, here's the thing. For one, he was divorced twice. He was. So not to say that we know why he was divorced or what happened in that relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm saying for somebody to to, to feel that way, for, for them to have that opinion on monogamy, Yeah. right? Like that that's their truth, that's their reality, that's their perspective of what they want. And maybe that shit that's why they, his relationships in the past didn't it work. It could be. Right. But but he didn't he didn't so as I listened to him like have that conversation mm-hmm. with these people about, you know, a man should be able to explore his options, this and that. He's not necessarily talking about monogamy. Mm-hmm. And he's not necessarily talking about polyamory. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the man being able to explore his options. Sure. He doesn't say that the woman. Yeah, yeah like yeah. so. There, there's kind of like it's not necessarily equal in that. So now we talk about marriage or just relationship. I, I think in, in for what he was talking about, I think it's just relationship. So as it, if bam for a relationship, if you have all of these options on the table, yeah, right. And and again, we talked about the 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 numbers, the disparity in numbers, right. Where you meet a young lady. But there's like 15 other y'all that may have something better to offer. So it's like, why should I settle? Mm-hmm. These, these are not my thoughts and opinions. All right, just, just 
points in. What's <laughs> your thoughts? Nah, that ain't my thoughts. I'm, I'm just giving uh, clarity to the conversation. Uh, you're, being, uh, you're playing devil's advocate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, why not? Why not want to explore options to make sure that um, what you're choosing as your life partner is somebody that you want for the rest of your life? Yeah. Because we have options. I mean, women have options as well. Right. Right. I think um, I know a lot of single women mm-hmm. that keep saying the same thing over and over. And What's over. that? They can't find a good man. Mm. So, is there a shortage so, of? Good so, men? so so I don't think there is. I think it's the I think it's where you decide to fish. Mm. I think it's where you decide to fish because I know I also know single men. Right. A lot, not a lot of single men. Right. Less single men than single women, mm-hmm. but the single men that I know are authentically good men. Yeah. That have the same say the same thing. I can't find a good woman. Right. One that meets these criteria, and I I think that men tend to have um, lower standards mm-hmm. than women. But the older you get the more life that you have right. under your belt, the more experiences you go through, um, d- depending on where you are in this journey in life, you know, of course, you, you're going to have a little bit more requirements mm-hmm. because of shit that you've been through. Yeah. I listened to something that said that uh, men tend to only require about five things from a woman. Shit, I require two. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that pepper that pepper, that, that pepper <laughs> Be a buzz noodle, <laughs> making that damn record. But you know, wait, country cloud that, country cloud that, country cloud But um, part of the thing is is that for men to have like lower or lesser requirements for a woman than a man does, than a for, than a woman has of a man, I think that points to an expectation gap. Right, because I think a lot of, if you think about it, the way our culture and society is, mm-hmm. we start to train our daughters about their wedding day from the time they're born, right? Hold on, is that women or men? Women. We, okay. We like society. You kinda, said women. I mean, you said we. Well, well, society in general okay, kind of trains. I mean, think about it, right? You think about like. I don't want my daughter to get married. You gonna be with me for the rest of your goddamn life? But but you think about like uh, Disney, right? So it's it's all princesses. It's all about this happily ever after. It's all this romanticism, and we we basically show our our children, our our daughters, right? This perfect ending. That marriage is like the perfect thing. It's the perfect ending. It's happily ever after, right? When in reality, it's not, right? In reality, there's a lot of marriages that end up in divorce. and Because of the Disney concept of a marriage or relationship. Yeah, because... Well, I, marriage versus relationship. Right, because I think the expectation is that it's going to be Prince Charming and happily ever after. For sure. And then we train our men to kind of run away from that commitment of marriage as long as you can until you're quote-unquote ready to settle down right and so for men we don't set the expectation that marriage is like like it's an elevation we said it's settling down and then for women we set the expectation that marriage is like the greatest thing ever and then you've got two people who have a gap in expectation Mm -hmm. so what the men are looking for by the time they get ready to quote unquote settle down 
it's like yeah, just a few things. Can you cook? Can you clean? You know what I mean? Can you host a party? Or, 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 or can you pop out a baby or host a party or whatever? Sure. And then the women, the women's list for men tends to be a lot longer. Laundry list. Right? And so there's going to be an expectation gap. And I think it's worse sometimes in our community because not only do you, as, as a man, like you got to own up to that list that that woman has while also carrying all the other troubles of, you know, that comes along with being a black man, you know? Yeah, I, I think I think it's tough, man. Um, so I am out on a dating scene, mm-hmm. um, mingling, yeah. mixing, yep. stripping on Fridays. <laughs> we gonna edit that out. So, sometimes on Tuesdays for amateur night. I don't want that visual. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, so like, Meeting meeting women that have these expectations, um, bam. There's there's two type of two types of women I meet. Mm-hmm. One would have the expectation that, and maybe it's regional, right? That the man is supposed to um, basically be an ATM. Mm. It's supposed every day. And, and and of course we can get into like the the fine details, but just on on a on a high level, yeah. Right. The the man is supposed to be the ATM every time you go out. Right. You pull out your wallet. Um, you're supposed to you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. Um, you have to check all of these boxes yeah. of my needs. Uh, you you have to still want to have children. Yeah. You have to want a baby. But we're pushing forty. Wait, wait a minute. You may not want that. We may not want that. Um, you have to want to be married within the the next year. Yeah. You 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 have to have all of these haves. Right. These non negotiables. Right. You have to make a certain amount of money. Yeah. You have to um, have a certain type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. When we go out. You know what I'm saying who you're surrounded by, so on and so forth. Then there's a then there's a woman that that just wants some good company. Doesn't have all of those, right? That doesn't that may not have their shit together, right? Right, but they're trying. You know what I'm saying they they may be an entrepreneur. They may have a job that they hate. Yeah. They may have a job that they like, but they're still trying to get to where they want to be. Right. So like when 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 they go out, they feel like they have to contribute mm-hmm. to be on an equal playing field yeah. that, yo, bro, I got it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like where you have, you, you mentioned it earlier, like, yo, all of these standards and this laundry list of must-haves, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, you're missing by a lot of good men that may not be six feet tall, Yeah, that may not make six figures, right? that may be a business owner, right, that makes, let's say, 40 $50,000 a year mm-hmm. that may be a full-time parent yeah. that may be a, 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 a somebody that's involved in their community right. that may be a church goer that may be committed to um, you know philanthropy in some way or you know just serving society serving society in a way that 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 that's benefiting the greater good yeah right so it's like they have these expectations that I've come across mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, hey, I ain't for you. <laughs> I 
I'm not for you. Yeah. If if you want me to blow a bag on you, right? You want me to buy you expensive shit that you can't afford. Yeah. You want me to like every time we go out to dinner, we're having a, a fifteen course meal. That's a lot. And you ain't taking shit home. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and all I ordered was some bread and some salad. <laughs> Yo, there, there's a problem there. There's Never a problem. Two there. and only one eight. Only one eight, and I had the free bread all night. You know, I, I my throat's dry. I I couldn't even drink the water because all they had was what's the um, what's that expensive sparkling water called? Uh, Perry. Was it Perry? Not no. Perry. The start with a. Whatever that expensive yeah. water, because that's all they had. So I'm like, God damn it. You know what? Y'all, I, I think you bring up a good y'all point. Y'all got some roach urine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bring up a good point with the expectation. Um, and that, that kind of points back to a lot of what Kevin Samuels, I, I felt like he was talking about. Like on the positive side of what he was saying, is I think he was trying to prepare some women. Like, hey, look, if you want to attract these guys who are like high profile, high earners, you know, like celebrity mm-hmm. types, local celebrity, whatever, then there's a few things that you have to understand that a lot of those men tend to want, yeah, right? You gotta fit within what you're about to say. That's right. You gotta fit into that person's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You have to be, honestly, you kinda gotta be eye candy for a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, they like to be seen. Can't be in your thirties. Yeah, I mean, you look at look look at all the basketball players, right? And you look at them. Most of their women, right? You don't know anything about them other than they got a million followers on Instagram, sure. and that's because of the physical, for sure, right? So the number one thing that he used to he used to ask women straight up, "How tall are you? How much do you, much weigh? you weigh?" Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had this slick little linguistic trick where he would say. Rate yourself from one to ten, and around here, mm. we don't do sevens. Beyonce's an mm. eight, and Kelly Rowland is a ten. Mm. So, for most people in our society, you are not going to look at yourself and say, "Well, I'm a six, right?" Because if you tell me I can't do a seven, and you say Beyonce is an eight, and Beyonce is one of the most beautiful women to ever walk the face of the planet, I ain't gonna say I'm look better looking than her. Is that what you think? I, that's what I think. That's, that's my opinion. I think Beyonce I is, think so. is beautiful. I think even Chili got her. I, I think mean, even Molly got her. I'm, I think even Monique got her. <laughs> but, but you, I mean, when you think about it, like overall, mm-hmm. for most women walking around, they're not gonna say they're better looking than Beyonce, for sure. right? So he's got you. But, right there. but, but again, that that's based off of his opinion. Based off his opinion, but you're on his show, and you gotta play for sure, for sure, for sure. So that's the first thing is he he's gonna get into that physical aspect. And then once he has gotten you to the point where you have to say you're a six or lower, now you're in his, you're in his game. You in his game. So now everything that he's saying, he's talking down to you. And I feel like a lot of these women caught themselves caught up in the situation. Well, first of all, you're gonna talk down to me about my physical. And then when we start talking about, well, how much money you make? What do you do? How many kids you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What do you bring to the table? And there's not, they don't have that answer for that. And then he can always turn her back on you and say, well, if you only a six, how do you deserve less than 3% of the male population? The top 3%. 3% of the male population. Yeah. So, so here's the thing too, right? <clears throat> what I think what made him pop. He popped off during the pandemic. Yeah. 
right in the social media age yeah. where everybody's looking for something to watch everybody's looking for something to be entertained by and it's like alright cool the whole shock value thing but yo there's some, there's some truth in what this brother is saying yeah right? there, I think so there, there's a lot of truth I think I think a lot of it is there, yeah. I and when you start talking about statistics and data yeah. You can't argue those things. What I've always wondered about his stats. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I never spent the time to look it up. I, I've looked up. I've looked up some of the stuff that he's talked about, mm-hmm. and he's he's been right on point, bro. Yeah, he's been right on point. So so it's like you can't argue against the statistics, right? Right. So like when you have when you have uh, such a few available men that a hundred. A, a thousand women are, are going after yeah. or desire. It's like, yo, you gotta come back to reality. This is whole, and he's and, and what I believe is he he what he started off was he was speaking for the unseen man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then the money started rolling because you know being monetized, you know the whole business behind YouTube nice. and I'm saying like he started he started off speaking even when he was doing like the um this was around. This was a while ago. Mm-hmm. When his glasses changed, yeah. that's where you knew Nuzay he started making some bread. Yeah. But when he was like promoting colognes, when he was promoting shoes, yeah, I, what types of suits you should have, yeah. like the whole image thing. He right? was really a male image consultant for the most part. Right. And and that's and that's where his passion was. Because mm-hmm. he's he did again, he did that for like a decade. Yeah. So like the pandemic hit, you have ain't nobody got shit to do. Yeah. You know, you're on bro, bro, you get that first check from from a social media platform. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, all right. He took it around with it, bro. Then then you start watching his videos. Then he started adding sound effects. Yeah, it, it's a character. He became a character. Yeah, I think so. You can't you can't fault him for being a character. Everybody is a character. Yeah, right. Everybody has a character that they have to portray, especially when there's a bad tie to it. Yeah, that, that's a whole different conversation, bro. It's, I, I gotta show up and perform because this is how I'm eating right now. Yeah. This consultant thing, yeah, that that'll be secondary. That's that's my that's my uh, my beeline right. uh, uh, stream of income. But for now, I'm sure he was getting insane yeah. because of the amount of people that was showing up to be, I'll say, persecuted. Yeah. Right. Because if, if a woman, as as a person, you know where you are in life. You know the shit that you have going on in your bag. Mm-hmm. You know what you look like. Yeah. So for you to show up and, and and request to be on somebody's live, you set yourself up. Yeah. You can't blame this character that's that's playing the role. He's just in, in character. He he's he's doing his job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you called you you called or you made a request to be on his platform. Yeah. Now you're part of the show. So now you're part of the show. And you gotta play your role. And you gotta play your role. So so whether that means looking like you're dumbed down, looking like you're inferior, looking mm-hmm. like like being offended, yeah. being being hurt, yo that yo love you signed up for that. You know what I Ooh, think? Let, bring it in. Let's let's get a hug. Yeah. Let, let, bring it in. Let's get a hug. You know. So so this this it brings up an interesting conversation. So I I there's this uh, there's this author who I I've read some of his books. I really like his stuff named John Eldridge, and he wrote the famous book, Wild at Heart, right? Mm-hmm. Incredible book. 
I feel like any man should probably read that book and kind of soak that in or maybe do one of the studies. And once he was on a podcast and he was talking about validation, and he started talking specifically about external validation. And he said that part of the thing for men, right, is we we are constantly seeking validation, right? The thing is, though, for a man, whether the validation is external or internal, for a man, it is something that can help you be a better man if it's used properly and correctly. But he said, for women, most of the time when a woman lives off of external validation, it is never going to manifest itself in a positive way. Mm. And I think about some of the women, like the woman that he said, oh, you know, you just average at best, right? That young lady was, I think she was 36 years old. She was a business owner. She had like a like a pet grooming kind of deal. I remember, yeah, yeah. And she made good money. She, she made, made six figures. Yeah, I was trying to be groomed by <laughs> She made very good money yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. But I think she was seeking external validation. And when women tend to lean on that external validation, yeah, yeah, yeah. they always get it from her. Because I think, I think a, a couple of questions he asked her was, who in your family makes six figures? Yeah. Right, and she's like, "Well, nobody." Mm-hmm. Like, how much money does your dad make? Right. How much money does does the other men in your life make? Yeah. Ain't nobody. Ain't, nobody was working. Nobody mm-hmm. even could compare to what she was seeking or asking for. Yeah. And and I, and it's cool to have like um, goals and aspirations. Absolutely. Right. But we get caught up on those goals and aspirations, and it's like. Where's the reality and what we're asking for? Because if you were to meet that person, well, shit, if, if your dad ain't been in your life, how are you going to be able to know how to yeah. <laughs> have certain conversations? Right. If, if you never seen love, how are you going to know how to love somebody? Yeah. If, if all you had was a woman in your life that's dogging men mm-hmm. or your father, right. how, how are you going to know how to appreciate? Yeah, you have to learn that. And honestly, for a woman, so it's just like we say, you know, a woman can't raise a man, mm-hmm. right? That's that's a cliche that gets thrown around a lot. What's well, vice versa, right? Like, it's like, you know, a woman can, I mean, I guess you could say a woman can only learn how to be a woman from a woman, right? Sure. So when you look at things like the Moynihan Project, have you mm-hmm. ever heard of that? I haven't. So there was this big thing back in 1965, Senator Moynihan got, he basically got selected by Congress to, to head up the study to find out why there was so much violence in the inner city. And the hypothesis so was... 1965. Yeah, 1965. Fair housing, Fair housing Act. That was 1968. Same thing. So, <laughs> actually, 70. But anyway, um, the hypothesis was that it was because people that live in the inner city was black, mm-hmm. right, going into it. But what, what Moynihan found out <clears throat> was that the reason, like the correlation to so much violence in the inner city was like the children who grew up without fathers, mm-hmm. right, active fathers or positive male role models, tended to end up in the violent situations in the streets and this and that. And looking even deeper, he found out that it was like 90% boys Mm. that ended up in these situations. And I think part of this thing when we start talking about 
Kevin Samuels, they called him like the godfather of the manosphere. It's all these men. I think, I think that's a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. All these men whose parents, we're talking about 1965, those people's parents were the children of the Moynihan Project. He was definitely a voice for the voiceless. Bro. He was a voice for all these men looking for external validation, for sure, for sure. looking for something to make them feel like, hey, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a man. I should be getting all of this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of those guys really took a look at themselves to say, well, what, what do I bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, when you talk about the women that he would say that these guys should be looking for, you got to be, you know, six-pack abs, all this other stuff. What about these men sitting behind a computer is attractive to that woman? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like the, yeah, I don't know, throw so, out a, a, a woman that's highly desired. So, So I, I think that's a like a, a, a social construct, right, mm-hmm. that we have... <clears throat> We have these images through marketing of what success looks like. Yeah. Right? We have these images and ideas based on what's being... Like, the only billboards... And shout out to... I'm not going to shout them out. But, like, there's there's been billboards and marketing campaigns to promote plus-size women. Right? Yeah. So, so, like, aside from that, like, the images that we would see of women... Yeah. Look like what? They look like Barbie dolls. Look like Barbie dolls, and they're not melanated, <laughs> nah. right? So like, you look at like the 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 social, the social construct. You look at like the the marketing that's being that's being promoted to promote a specific image. Yeah. So that specific image, if you don't fall within that specific image, you're not beautiful. Yeah you're not as desired. They did a study of uh, shit. This this shit I don't bro, I got I got emotional off of this, right? They did a um a, a, a research or a study where they had Barbie dolls they presented to to young black girls. Yeah. yeah. And they showed white Barbie dolls. Oh it's pretty, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Then they showed a black Barbie doll. Oh, it's ugly. It's not. It's not beautiful. Yeah. Like the power of marketing, bro. Yeah. Like the power of marketing, where we'll call them they. Mm-hmm. They set. They set an agenda, or they set the standard right. of what beauty looks like. Right. So, and they set a standard of what um, a, a a a well put together man look like. Yeah. And we run off of that. Right. But that's not reality. It's not reality. But these are marketed through publications, through magazines, through social media. And we live in a social media age. And and my fault, to go back to to Kevin Samuels real quick, right? We, you have, you can't hate on somebody for for, for making the bag. The bag is the bag. If that's what's paying your bills, that's what's, that's what's getting you in certain circles, um, bro. The bag is the bag. So if it's you found if you found something that fits, you gonna run it. You gonna run it. And he ran it. And he ran it. And I don't blame. I don't agree with him on mm-hmm. a lot of the shit that he says. A lot of 
a lot of how he says things. But one thing, one thing I must say is that as a business in a ever evolving world, yo, he certainly took advantage of where he was in a specific moment in time. Yeah, so, I think he did. So, so going back to like different agendas, different ideas, different different images of what we may think beauty or uh, somebody that we may want look like. Yeah. yeah. He brought you back down to reality. Yeah. It's like, yo, no, 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 no. For one, you're overweight. Yeah. All right? So nobody want an overweight woman. That's one. Two, you're up in age. Yeah. A lot of men don't want women that's your age. I mean, you Th- know. Three, three, you have children. Yeah. Me. My personal preference. Uh-huh. I we talk about me, but a lot of a lot of single men don't want women with children. So it's like, if you're looking at the the market mm-hmm. and what you're trying to go after, yeah. like, yo, you gotta be real with yourself. Yeah, and, and I think for these and, women, and you can't and you can't live under that Disney facade. Yeah. So I so I think the the issue with the women that called Kevin Samuels is that they are very they bought into the very super superficial nature. A lot of them don't have fathers in their lives. It ain't even, I mean, whether they do or not, they bought into a superficial ideal, mm-hmm. right? And Kevin Samuels is here to tell you, if you want superficial, this is what it takes. It's the reality, yeah. Right? And that's the problem in our society is like, we're, we're too superficial, right? I mean, you take a look on Instagram right now, and there's a I'm, if you open up your Instagram page right now, there's some women on there right now who's the way they're posed. Those bodies are ridiculously, unbelievably I don't not follow real. Any of them, sir. You may not follow them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all you gotta do is hit search. I follow cars, guns, and guns. All I follow is hunting, fishing, and, and motivation yeah, yeah, and real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, oh, but, and real estate. I follow real estate too. But but here's oh, the and bourbon. We follow bourbon. Bourbon. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, in like, nature, in nature, don't forget nature. The thing is, these women are they're they're raised early to follow into like these trends and everything, and they all they want is superficial. And if you look at the men who follow Kevin Samuels, right, all they want is the superficial too. So you got two people who want the same thing, but they want it a different way. Sure. Because at the end of the day, when you look at the difference between men and women, right, most of these women. They don't want, like Kevin Samuels taught a lot of women how to get a man. He can't show you how to keep him. How to keep him. Can't. Right. Because he doesn't have a track record. Right. He doesn't have a track record. So I, I, I always question why women would go to him as opposed to going to some woman who's been married to a high bro, body. It's so, bro, years. it's social media, though. Yeah. And, it, and it's a character that you're following. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I firmly believe, I firmly believe... You can't counsel me without having a successful experience That's right. in what you're counseling me in. That's right. So don't don't talk marriage to me if you ain't married, bro. If, if you've been divorced twice, you failed at the thing that you're trying to teach me about. Yo, go sit down somewhere. Right. It's hey, like being that a chick, finan- That chick, go sit down next to Country yeah. Clyde. <laughs> it's like being a finance professor, but you broke. But you broke. You can't teach me. And that was my problem with Kevin Samuels. It's like, why are you going to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to some woman who's been married to a high-value man, and she's been a 
a kept wife and but bro we in 30s. the we in the age of social media though yeah. so like even even take like a lot of these uh these rappers more more often than not bro yo they broke yeah right but they it's the it's the image it's the character that they have to tap into mm-hmm. and show that they they're they're living up to this image by having the money phone right. by having these cars that that they're renting yeah. right by having by everything image wise yeah right but at the end of the day yo, how much money do you really have in your savings account none how, how much real estate do you and not to say real estate is where it's at but like yo, what do you own what what assets do you have the, the label you don't have shit bro the label owns that they own everything so it's like at the end of the day like yo we have this thing called social media right now and through social media it's easy to sell an idea. It's easy to sell a dream. It's yeah. easy to sell an image. It's easy to sell a facade. Nice. So it's like, if, if if you're going to try to to make money off of it, yeah, yo, we, we gonna run this up. Facts. We gonna run this up. There's, um, even with, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to tell you. All of these lookalikes, yeah. artists, right? Yeah. Yo, they making money right now, bro. Just looking like an artist. Yeah. They're making money, bro. Yeah. Right? So it's like, that's the character that they have to tap into to to meet this day and age that we're living in. I, I don't understand it. Nah. Right? I, I don't understand it. I don't either, man. But it's currency right now. Yeah. I'm saying attention attention is currency. Yeah. And he tapped into something. He tapped into a, a, a currency that worked for him. Yeah. I can't knock him for his opinion. I can't knock him for him saying, like, his platform. Right. A, a man is a man. Yeah. We we could meet many men that we agree with, that we disagree with. Right. One thing that they have to do is survive. Yeah. And and he did what it what it took to survive in America. For sure. You know, and I think ultimately the lesson in all of this is learn from somebody who's done it. Right. For sure. And done it successfully, like you said. Because here's the thing. Like, while I'm sure some women, some women got a ring out of, you know, following him. Bro, he's had a lot of successful cases. Yeah. He has a lot of... But, he has a good track record, yeah, bro. But let's see the long term, right? Because sure. it's one thing to get married, For sure. right? But here's the thing. Most of those women aren't necessarily looking to get divorced, mm-hmm. right? They're looking to get married in a statement. I think people aren't looking to get divorced. Yeah. Not just women. I don't, I don't think anybody's necessarily and, going into it for and, that. And let's touch on that real quick, right? As far as because we er, earlier on in the conversation, we talked about um, masculinity. Yeah. Uh, we talked about well, we mentioned masculinity. We mentioned um, being a man um, and manhood being under attack. Right. Right. I I think that a lot of a lot of what the expectations that we have as as men yeah. are simple. Um, we want to be appreciated. We want to be recognized. We want to be. Um, we want to put in the work. Yeah. Um, a lot of what society is pushing us towards is devaluing what manhood really is. I think. I think you're absolutely right. So, like, let's look at this. I, I watch a lot of different podcasts. Right. A lot. I watch a lot of different platform I support different platforms um, I see 
the alphabet flag in everything, bro. Yeah. So, I don't know, and maybe this is something that we need to talk about at a later time. Yeah. I don't know where we fit in this society right now, fam. Yeah, I mean, I get you. Because I, I think what you're saying is like, there, there may not be a place for men. There may not be a place for straight masculine men. Right. Straight masculine men. And I think that's where it's at. Right there. Straight masculine men. Because Kevin Samuels, what, what turned me off from him, he didn't seem too masculine. Mm. And maybe that's just my perspective. Right. You know I'm saying? Maybe, maybe that's just how I view masculinity. Maybe that's how I view, you know saying, like, what the image of a man is supposed to look like. But I, I don't know. I'm I'm just an individual that I'm just an individual that that drinks bourbon. That that loves brotherhood. That loves brotherhood and that loves breaking that bread. Loves Cause the break because the breaking bread part is where we build and is where we grow. That's right. You know, and I, I think this was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, whether you like Kevin Samuels material, whether you didn't like it, I think there's some lessons to be taken away from it. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, it's like blaze your own trail, mm-hmm. right? And with and, some and things. Be your own person, be led your by things. your own thoughts. And, and I heard, I, so I, I follow this guy, Ruslan. He's, he's a great content creator. I love him. Um, and he comes out, you know, pretty much everything from like a Christian standpoint. But one thing he said about Kevin Samuels, he said, with a lot of his stuff, you just got to eat the meat mm-hmm. and that's spit right. out the bones. For sure, for sure. And I think and, that's, and that's, what every, that. that's, every, that's with everything, bro. Yeah. That's with everything. Even, so, the, even this conversation here. Yeah. You may agree, you may disagree. Right. But eat the meat, spit out the bones. But at the end of the day, it's all it's all conversations. Right. Where... You know, it's 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 brotherhood. It's bourbon. And we breaking bread. Yes, sir. So until next time, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Look for the King's Table Podcast wherever you stream. And, uh, you know, when you see us, like us, subscribe us, and check in. Follow us on Instagram, underscore King's Table. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Yeah.